Greetings, guys, and I hope all is well with you. Come on in, come on in. Grab a good pad, a good pen, as well as a good friend, and welcome to Evolution Now. I am your host, T.S. Bradshaw, astro-numerologist, motivational speaker, metaphysical counselor, psychic healer, and author, with your co-host, Saya. Hello, everyone. Hope you all are having a very good day today. Thank you all for tuning in for today's podcast. Awesome. And together, we host the Evolution Now podcast. So if you have an astrology, numerology, or topic-related question or comment that you want answered or shared, send your questions or comments to evolutionnow.org at gmail.com. So we have ended Libra season, Saya, and uh, the Libra Love Challenge is now over. Um, what I learned was a lot about my, you know, relationship with myself because that's what we were focusing on, my soul, which was my ascendant sign, and personality as well as my relationships with others. And um, you know, speaking of relationships, we talked about compatibility within relationships on our last episode. Do you remember that? We talked about compatibility a bit on the last episode that we had. Yeah, I remember all about it. Yep. Yeah, we talked about that. So um, let me ask you before I get in, how are you doing? How about that? You know, You're okay over here? Yeah, I think, I'm, yeah, I think I'm doing all right, you know. <laughs> Managing. Oh, my God. I know you know you have... You know exams. How is school going? Oh yes, it's, it's a it's a challenge, man. Yeah, well, studying paralegal. You know, there's a lot that goes into it, a lot that you have to remember. So, yeah. All right. Well, you guys hear it in his voice. He's got a lot going on. So, let's send some positive energy to Saya over here. Let's lift him up a bit. Give him some inspiration, some motivation. Right. Let's send him some positive vibes. Yes. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is a hardworking young man when it comes to his work. You know, um, he is a, a lot of promise in this guy here. And so let's lift that young man up. Yes. So speaking of lifting up, we want to lift up these relationships that we were talking about and, you know, the compatibility within relationships we talked about on our last episode. So I posted a poll question in my IG stories related to, um, you know, the last episode. So that's what I do a lot, guys. If you guys haven't had an opportunity to look at some of the stories on my IG, check them out uh, because within the stories, I certainly have poll questions there that are related to uh, the episodes that we have here on the podcast. So in the last episode, uh, we talked about compatibility and the poll question from the last episode was what planetary planets or what planetary placements highlight compatibility? So that was the question. And so we had some of you guys answer uh, that question. And so some of the answers were A, Neptune, Sun, Venus, and Pluto. B, Uranus, Mars, Pluto, and Neptune. C, Sun, Moon, Venus, and Mars or D, none of the above. So, you know, some of our tribe members and supporters answered uh, the poll question. And uh, one of our supporters that answered the question was Preta 
underscore Roy, right? So she answered A, all right? She answered A, Neptune, Sun, Venus, and Pluto was her answer for the question. And Sharon Elise 12, shout out to you, all right? Um, she answered C, which was actually the correct answer. You know, the planetary placements that highlight compatibility, some of them are the sun, the moon, Venus, and Mars. So that was the answer, guys. So thank you guys for participating um, in the poll question, as always. So speaking of, um, you know, uh, participating, um, you know, the collective is participating in a new and different kind of energy because we are currently under Scorpio season now, which highlights the energy of Pluto and Mars, um, for they both rule and co-rule the sign of Scorpio. Is Scorpio one of your favorite signs? And if so, why? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to respect, you know, about Scorpio. You know, you guys are very determined for what you feel passionate about, you know, um, it's very admirable. And, um, you, I mean, it can be intimidating sometimes. <laughs> it can be intimidating sometimes, but, you know, once, once people give you guys more of a chance to be understood, then they'll really see um, how beautiful that is within you guys, you know? So, uh, yeah, I, I gotta say, that's, that's like the main thing that I respect about Scorpios, you know? Sire respects the intimidation of a Scorpio. Gotta let him know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Scorpio gets that a lot. A very intense sign. Um, and, uh, you know, we do, you're intimidating, you're intimidating. Well, you know, most Scorpios do get that. So we, let's, let's dive into Scorpio real quick. Um, you know, uh, with Scorpio, right? Uh, Scorpio is definitely a, a sign that is deep diving. All right. Uh, a lot of deep diving energy in Scorpio that's going on. Um, it is very intense, very powerful energy there. Um, it is a water sign. It is a feminine water sign. Uh, it is also a sign that governs over death, rebirth, life. Um, you know, Scorpio governs over a lot of, it's a loaded house, let's to, to say the least. It's a loaded house that, that Scorpio governs over. Very intense sign. Um, it, it deals with the occult, right? Occult energy that which is hidden, okay? Um, you know, Scorpio also deals with taxes um, as well as uh, insurance, um, death-related uh, situations and issues, right? Um, anything dealing with the dead uh, would fall under Scorpio's energy. And so, you know, it's a very, and I guess that's probably why it's a very intense, you know, sign, intense energy, okay? So, um, it does deal with that, those types of things. And also, um, it deals with sex and sexuality. That's one of the things that I get a lot, right? Um, you know, what sign is the sign that deals with sex? And then once they find out, you know, a Scorpio, oh, got to tell me about the sex and Scorpio, Scorpio and sex. Well, guess what? Let me just say this. Not all Scorpios are overly sexualized. Okay. Newsflash. All right. You cannot, you know, stigmatize every Scorpio as hypersexual. <laughs> All right. Because not every Scorpio is hypersexual. I know 
that's almost taboo to say. And speaking of taboo, right? Uh, Scorpio governs over that which is taboo, that which is hidden, that which, you know, the shadow side of the self. So this is the time to do the shadow work, right? The time to do the shadow work. So um, this is definitely a time where, you know, also big money, um, uh, you know, Scorpio governs over banking and, and, and mundane astrology. All right. And so, you know, finances is also um, something that Scorpio also rules over. It rules over big corporate money, bank, big banking money. All right. Now, um, in the body, Scorpio governs over the colon, the rectum and the bladder. All right. And those are the eliminative organs, the gonads and the genitalia. Right. And that's the sexual reproductive organs that Scorpio governs over. So if you have sun and Scorpio, those areas of the body, you certainly want to make sure that you are paying attention to and looking after health wise. Um, if you have Saturn and Mars and Scorpio, you may certainly also want to, you know, check out your colon, your rectum, your bladder, um, as well as your gonads and your genitalia, your sexual reproductive organs. OK, so that's important for you guys to know out there in the listening community. So Scorpio governs over again, the eighth house. And I just spoke about all of the energies that's within the eighth house, um, you know, that we talked about. And so when you do that shadow work and that deep work, it is there to have you to ascend beyond, right? It's there for you to master those deep, dark, um, you know, uh, sides of the self and embrace those sides of the self. And then, you know, be able to master them and work with them in a way where you're able to ascend um, even beyond them if you so choose to, but you want to make sure that you're able to work with your shadow side and embrace it and see the power within your shadow side. All right. Um, not to see your shadow side as a detriment. And so that's what shadow work is there to do for us to embrace it and use our shadow as a form of power for ourselves. And Scorpio is the sign of power. Okay. Um, it is the only sign that has more than one symbol that represents it, right? Um, it is represented by the scorpion, the eagle, as well as the phoenix that rises out of the ashes. But it also has eight different signs that represents it, okay? And one of those is including the lizard. But everybody knows about the scorpion, the ego, the eagle. I said the ego. Uh-oh. That was a Freudian slip. The eagle and the phoenix that rises from the ashes. All right. So, um, but uh, we have the lizard, we have the wolf, we have the snake. So we, we you know, we have many that we, um, you know, transform uh, and, and, and through, right? So Scorpio governs over the house of transformations of all kinds. And so that's what, you know, Scorpio is about, transformation transformation and change we're constantly transforming and changing and you know um you know being becoming grander grander versions of ourselves so scorpio is governed by the planet mars and pluto it is governed by the numbers in numerology okay it is governed by the numbers nine and zero respectfully all right the nine is attached to mars which is the ancient ruler of scorpio and the zero is attached to Pluto, which is the modern ruler of Scorpio. So the number nine is associated with the planet Mars, which signifies completion, endings, transformation, and fulfillment. Okay. 
And the number zero is associated with the planet Pluto, which is planet X, all right? It represents the circle of, you know, um, eternity, symbolizing the serpent snake eating its own tail, which is the Ouroboros. So that is the male energy, right? Um, which is the snake's head flowing into the female energy or the feminine energy, which is the tail. And then they are coming together to create true regenerative power to exist. Okay, so that, that, that zero, right, that's represented by Pluto is a symbol of eternity. Alpha and Omega, right? Ending and beginning on a continuous level, generating power. All right, true power that exists because it continues to go on and on and on in a circular motion. So the energy that's created in both the masculine and feminine uh, is there, yet it's not there because it's neutral and it is all powerful. And that's where you find most of the power is in neutrality. And so we talk about that. Neutrality is a powerful place to be. Okay, I know we talk about love, we talk about detachment, but having a level of neutrality, that is a powerful position to be in when you are neutral to things, okay, in this realm. So the zero increases the power of a number, okay, therefore deeming it all powerful. If ever you attach a zero to any singular number, it multiplies that number. So if you have a number one and you add a zero to that, it turns into a ten, and then it is multiplied even the more when you add a zero onto that 10, it becomes a hundred, all right? So the zero is powerful um, because it increases and it increases its power. So that is Pluto's energy and that is Scorpio energy, all right? Um, and so speaking of power, we currently have the sun and Venus within the sign of Scorpio. And you know, to hear more about what that means for the collective, you know, having the Sun and Venus in Scorpio, I'm going to certainly have you guys to, you know, check out my Facebook page and Instagram page at Numerologist 7 because I talk more about Venus in Scorpio and the Sun in Scorpio, and I even talk about what that means for each of the signs, okay? So you can learn more about the Sun and Venus energy in Scorpio on those two platforms, my Facebook page and my Instagram page. And it is at Numerologist 7 So you can view the video that's titled Sun in Scorpio and more. So that's where that is. Um, so you can also see what the season has for you and your sign. All right. Um, so not only is the sun in Venus in the sign of Scorpio, but the moon will join them as well. Right. And this is going to be creating this new moon solar eclipse energy, which brings a pivotal point. It, you know, it's a pivotal point of big new beginnings. All right. When we have solar eclipses and lunar eclipses, they are big pivotal shifts, um, huge energy that's coming in for us. And so with the solar eclipse, it's about new big beginnings and shifts that can affect our lives in, you know, uh, an impactful way. And so I uh, guys, I want you guys to be ready so you don't have to get ready. Not only is it in this intimidating sign in which Messiah has already pointed out, you know, uh, but it's going to be an intense uh, solar eclipse, new moon in Scorpio. All right. So this powerful solar eclipse energy will take place on October 25th at 649 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at two degrees of Scorpio. 
So look to see where two degrees of Scorpio falls for you in your chart. All right. Again, Scorpio, so that you will know where you want to certainly manifest some new big beginnings within your life and where you may see that happening for you in your life. Okay. So Scorpio is intense, deep diving, secretive, and you know, it is a close bonding and sharing of resources sign. It's a sign that, you know, is the opposite of Taurus. And so Taurus governs over personal finances and values, whereas Scorpio governs over shared resources. All right. Shared resources and transformation through relations, right? And relationships. So the solar eclipse is illuminating the south node. Okay. Because the south node is now in the sign of Scorpio. And, you know, the south node signifies behaviors and actions that we are moving away from and that we are releasing because they are behaviors and actions that we no longer need, right? They are no longer serving us. We have already done that. These are behaviors and actions that we have committed in our past lives and that we are still, you know, working with. But now we're being asked to move beyond those behaviors and actions. And, you know, this is interesting uh, because Scorpio is the sign of elimination, right? I just, we just spoke about the eliminative organs that, that it governs over. So Scorpio is the sign of elimination, uh, death, degeneration. It is the sign of purity because it comes to purify, all right? And rebirth, which is regeneration. So it is the sign of not only death, but the sign of rebirth. So regeneration through spiritual and mental, you know, um, expansion, okay? And this provides a wealth of resources for Scorpio. So when Scorpio goes through that process of death, something dying and degenerating, and then something, you know, goes through that purification process and then something being reborn, like that phoenix that rises from the ashes and regenerates, that whole death process, um, and that degenerating process provides a, a learning process. You learn something through that. And through that learning, you gain, you know, spiritual wisdom and mental wisdom and knowledge. Okay. And with that wisdom comes a wealth of resource for Scorpio. So that's why Scorpios uh, can tend to be pretty resourceful because of the experiences that they have gone through. Right that death and rebirth type of experience, whether it's an ego death or, you know, whatever it might be, right? So these resources acquired by Scorpio are used to create bonds with others. Hence Scorpio being the sign that governs over shared resources. So once it has learned the lesson, it has gone through the death and rebirth process, has learned the lesson that they needed to learn and gathered the resources and the wisdom and knowledge that they needed to learn, they then are able to share those resources, that wisdom and knowledge, you know, uh, with others. And that's how they bond with others. Whereas Taurus is a sign, again, of personal resources. Scorpio is a sign of shared resources. And so this new moon solar eclipse is happening at two degrees of Scorpio, as I said before. And the number two is very significant because the number two in numerology signifies support, collaboration, cooperation, unity, compromise, harmony, and sharing of power or a blending of power or resources. 
okay? So during this new moon solar eclipse, there seems to be a theme here of manifesting new beginnings in a collaborating, supporting, and you know, unifying way through shared power or resources, all right? So let me say that again. The theme here for everyone to get as a collective at this new moon solar eclipse in Scorpio is a theme of manifesting new beginnings in collaborating, right, with each other, supporting each other, and unifying together through shared power and resources. So that's like saying, Saya, what's your resources? Whatever your resources are, share them with me. Whatever my resources are, I will share them with you. And resources can look different, guys. Resources does not have to take the form of money. Resources can come in the form of, of you know, your skill sets and your competencies. And I spoke about this before. Your resources can come in the form of what you own, what you possess, what you have, right? And, you know, sharing your skill sets and competencies, sharing your possessions or what you have, right? Uh, whether that is finances or whether it's, you know, an item or items that are of value, it's going to be important, all right? I just need you guys to hear that. So this is a huge pivotal shift that may signify that this is going to be needed or highlighted at or even after the solar eclipse, the sharing of resources, okay? And coming together and uniting and supporting. So whatever two degrees of Scorpio falls for you and your chart is where you will need to strengthen, okay? And share your energy and resources so strengthen that area because again scorpio is a powerful sign it generates and regenerates power all right and so you use that power to strengthen that area of the life so say for example this two degrees of scorpio falls um within your fifth house of creative self-expression however you creatively self-express strengthen that keep working on that build on that you know build your muscle in that area because that is the area that you're going to need to share your resources from, all right? That is a resource for you, okay? If that makes sense, I hope you guys are following me here. So think about this area of your life and how you will use it as a resource to bond with and support others, okay? Now, that's a nugget, all right? Now, in mundane astrology, Scorpio is associated with banking, big banking, morals of the people, and serious epidemics that can cause many deaths, all right? So that is the, you know, uh, what Scorpio symbolizes in mundane astrology. So keep that in mind as well. So, you know, some truths may definitely surface. And new beginnings may also occur around these issues, around big banking. Because not only is Scorpio a financial sign, but so is Taurus. And, you know, we're on that um, north node, south node axiom here, okay? And Uranus is in the sign of Taurus right now, okay? And so that is dealing with our personal finances some sudden abrupt energy happening there so during this new moon solar eclipse the sun moon and venus 
are in the sun sign of Scorpio and they are also conjunct each other right and so when that conjunction happens okay it certainly vitalizes and energizes the energy of that particular uh, planet right those particular planets so this can cause some intense emotional energy within our relationships and around our finances such as you know power and control can be exerted around this time all right uh, Pluto is also squaring these planets showing a bit more of that power and control you know and struggle for power uh, when it comes to our finances and relationships so be ready so you don't have to get ready when Venus is in the sign of Scorpio it's very passionate it's very possessive it can be very possessive and you know jealous when it comes to relationships so guys just be careful and aware it's very intense so remember to do some financial planning as well because Venus deals with finances too okay so you know remember to do some financial planning because this season is a time to certainly do that make sure you take care of your taxes or even start I'm gonna talk about that a little later but I can't stress that enough okay because Scorpio does govern over taxes too so think about your resources of all kinds and begin to collaborate and work to you know unite within you know your relationships as you prepare for the death transformation and rebirth that is and will take place are you ready sir you ready for that oh yeah i'm ready i'm always ready for it mm -hmm. <laughs> always got to be gotta be gotta be ready so you don't have to get ready i know that's right you know especially in this circumstance especially in that circumstance so there's no coincidence in the universe that you know um this is happening now especially with the number two and it being in the sign of Scorpio, right? And shared resources. The universe is speaking and it's saying, you know, let's get it together. Let's get ready, guys. So you want to be ready so you don't have to get ready, um, as Saya just said. And have a look at, you know, a reel that I created on Facebook and Instagram. And it's titled uh, Scorpio Season, okay? Um, and what Scorpio Season, you know, is calling for us to do as a collective. So check out that reel, all right? Um, and have a fabulous new moon solar eclipse in the sign of Scorpio. All right, guys? But also make sure that you look to see where two degrees of Scorpio falls for you. Okay? If you have your natal chart. And if you do not have a natal chart, just know whatever your resources are, whatever you are gifted in and talented in, um, whatever it is that you have a lot of, make sure you keep getting that thing, right? And, you know, um, you know, work with that. Strengthen that. Okay? So that you can be of an asset or a resource for others and be able to share whatever it is that you are resourceful in with others whenever it is needed. All right. So that was for those who may not have a natal chart. So the news in the news during uh, this Scorpio season, it appears that there is um, talks about a triple demic with various viruses coming back. Um, with a strong presence, you know, these viruses seem to be coming back and say, don't call it a comeback, right? But it seems like these viruses are coming back strong. And, um, you know, this would certainly highlight, you know, things around the flu and, you know, various other variants of, you know, uh, the virus. And, you know, we have to remember again that in mundane astrology, Scorpio is associated with 
serious epidemic. Um, but Scorpio is also associated with, and I want to point this out as well, it is also associated with healing, okay? Scorpio is considered the surgeon of the zodiac. It dives deep to get to, you know, the core of the problem and purify it. So Scorpio also deals with crises and problem solving. So I want you guys to think about utilizing, we talk about resources and the resourcefulness of Scorpio. Use your resources during this time to, you know, um, take preventative measures, you know, or to purify and heal what may occur health-wise, all right? Just know that, yes, there are things out there, you know, that could potentially affect our health, but we want to be proactive and we want to be preventative and we want to be ready once again so we don't have to get ready. So, you know, do what needs to be done in order to protect your health and the health of your loved ones. Now, speaking of loved ones, everyone, you and your loved ones may need to check out the IRS because the IRS has issued out a new federal tax bracket um, as well as standards for deductions for 2023. And so if you have not taken a look into the new revisions, uh, you might want to do so because it could, you know, save some of you out there some money or some of you might, you know, um, have an increase in your finances because of it. But only you will know once you check out the new revisions. So if you are a small business, you may want to look into working on your taxes now. I'll say it again. If you are a small business, you may want to look into working on your taxes now. Um, if you haven't already started to eat, at least look at your financials. Okay, that's why, you know, Scorpio, big banking and mundane astrology. So, you know, start getting your financial planning in gear. If you are a gig, what they call a gig worker or self-employed, right? Start getting things in order now. Don't wait until January, okay? You heard it here first, all right? Don't say I have never given you some advice and some good advice, okay? So, you know, see how these new uh, revisions may affect your small business, all right? If it even affects your small business, but it doesn't hurt to definitely try. Call your CPA and give them a shout out. Let them know that you're coming in so that you can, uh, you know, uh, make sure that you're good once tax season does roll around, all right? So, Scorpio season is definitely associated with taxes and, and the financial planning. So start now, guys. Don't wait until January, like I said before, to get with your taxes, okay? So use this season of Scorpio to be ready so, again, you don't have to get ready, all right? You know what I always say. Now, speaking of getting ready, those millions of Americans with, you know, student loan debt may need to, you know, um, be ready to wait a bit longer before they can see their student loan debt forgiven through, uh, the student loan forgiveness plan. It appears that the federal uh, appeals court has temporarily blocked the plan. And if you have already applied for the debt relief, there is nothing more that you guys need to do, but wait. So it's a waiting game. And if you have not applied yet, they are certainly encouraging people to still apply because you know uh, the appeal does not uh, affect you. It doesn't stop you from, you know, applying and it doesn't stop them from reviewing the applications or, you know, preparing the documents for the loan servicers. Um, however, it is 
merely a waiting game, as I stated before, to see if the pause will, you know, um, last longer. So if the federal courts uh, issue out an injunction, then that will prolong the pause. Or, you know, uh, there could be a, a dismissal of the um, appeals, right? It could be a dismissal and it could be dismissed by the courts. And so there could be um, a ruling on this by the federal appeals court um, as early as next week. Um, so you guys, hold on. It's a waiting game. And, uh, you know, let's see. Let's see what will happen. Okay. And we talked about big banking. We talked about finances. We talked about the government and money. And this is something that certainly falls under, you know, that Scorpio energy. Now, in pop culture, speaking of energy, well, it appears that this past week, Madonna, Saya, Madonna, do you know who Madonna is? Are you aware of who Madonna is? No, I'm definitely aware of her, of her name. Yeah, I've heard her many times. Yeah, but I am, admittedly, I'm not familiar with the music. No, I haven't watched. Oh, no, I've heard a, um, a, uh, Madonna song? Madonna song, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Had a brain fart there, whoa. <laughs> a Madonna song. That was a brain diarrhea. All right. So you haven't heard a Madonna song. Well, Madonna was really big in the 80s. She was really big in the 80s, right? And um, really big. And so, you know, she's considered an icon, all right, in pop culture. And, uh, you know, she was a rebel then. A lot of... Um, you know, rebellious things came from Madonna. She kind of, you know, made the way for a lot of, um, you know, risque or free thinking or free, you know, free movement, freeness happening within the artist. So speaking of which, it appears that this past week, Madonna had some choice words for Miley Cyrus, Kim Kardashian, and Cardi B, right? And uh, she felt as though that these young women and artists like them, all right, should thank her for them being able to express their sexuality freely in today's society. Because Madonna was really, she was pretty risque back then, okay? Even in the 80s, and she got criticized for that quite a bit, okay? for expressing her sexuality in the way that she did back in the 80s. And I remember the movie Desperately Seeking Susan. I don't know if some of you listeners out there remember that, right? Desperately Seeking Susan was a, um, um, a movie that I know I, finally, I fondly remember. So shout out to Madonna, if she, you know, if there's anybody here exists that does it with her, right? Um, greatly appreciate her contribution, um, especially, you know, the 80s work. Um, but, you know, Madonna suggested that in her 1992 erotica book, Sex, is called Sex, um, that it paved the way for some of today's female artists to express their sexuality creatively. And so um, Cardi was not impressed by Madonna's suggestion, right, that she should thank her for being able to, you know, express herself and express her sexuality in the way that she does in today's society, right? Um, and she had some, a few words of her own for Madonna. 
However, um, they have since then spoke about the statements that were made and have reconciled through a phone call and some tweets. And so they seem to have buried the hatchet. And, uh, you know, it comes at a time where Madonna's sex book is, uh, you know, celebrating its 30th year anniversary. So it's been 30 years since the book, Erotica, the Erotica book, Sex, um, that was published in 1992 by Madonna, uh, made its debut. So Madonna is celebrating the 30th anniversary of her book. And uh, this controversy has come out around that time, which is a good marketing strategy, if I say so myself, right? Good way to get it out there and get the book out there and all that good jazz to go out there and pick it up. So um, it appears that um, the erotica book or the sex book, um, the erotica book that is entitled Sex by Madonna, was originally published on October 21st, 1992. And there's no coincidence in the universe that that happened right before Scorpio season, all right? Um, and Scorpio, again, is the sign that, you know, governs over sex and sexuality, right? And let me just say this, okay? Scorpio isn't the only sign, all right, that is associated with sex. Do you know what the other sign is that's associated with sex, Messiah? Do you have any idea? Can you just take a guess and see? Let me think. Um, I gotta say, you said sign, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I gotta say Leo. Yeah, you would say correct. Got to say Leo. And we've got a winner, everybody. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Where's my right. prize? Where's my prize at? Yo, yeah, your prize is okay. Your prize is that you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Madonna actually is a Leo, you see? And so Leo governs over the fifth house and the fifth house is the house that governs over children and sexual pleasure, um, you know, and romance. Okay. So let's not forget. It's not just Scorpio guys. All right. Okay. Leo has a bit of that in there too. Okay. The whole sex thing. And so Madonna is a Leo actually. And, you know, um, and I, I have to say this again, Leo, you know, definitely it, it governs over the, the, the act of sex. So um, she is born August the 16th, 1958. Okay. So uh, that makes Madonna a third decan Leo. She's a third decan Leo. So she's got a bit of Aries energy there. So that's, you know, she's got Sun and Mars energy. So that's very ambitious and independent, strong-willed you know, individual that we're dealing with here. A lot of fire, very fiery. However, she's a seven personality. So that lets me know that she has a spiritual and religious side to herself and she takes her spiritual studies seriously. And I believe that Madonna studies uh, the Kabbalah or Kabbalism, I believe. So, um, you know, she does take her spiritual studies seriously. And um, Madonna is, you know, currently in a personal year where socializing, entertaining, and being entertained is highlighted. So this was, I guess, was a, a pretty entertaining, um, you know, controversial statement that she made around, you know, uh, the, the reselling of her book or the continuous selling or celebration of her book, uh, the 30th anniversary of her book. And so this was right up, you know, her alley for this year for her to do, right? Um, and, you know, most Leos are wonderful at entertaining and being entertained. And so Madonna 
um, is good at that. She's been entertaining us for years, since the 80s. So, you know, she's very good at that. Um, but again, um, she does have a serious side to herself, a serious tone to her that most may not know about her or may not see of her if you are not in her close-knit circle, right? Um, but she does have a serious tone uh, to her. Um, so, you know, it's also a wonderful year for her to promote her creative endeavors. So she's promoting, you know, the 30th anniversary of her book. Um, and so um, her book should sell well this year, should continue to, to do well in sales. So congratulations to uh, Madonna. As for Cardi B, she was born October the 11th, 1922, which, by the way, was 10 days, okay, before Madonna's um, sex book was published, all right? So Cardi was born the same year the book was published and 10 days before the book was published. There's no coincidence in the universe, right? Um, and so Cardi is a second deck in Libra. That's Venus Uranus energy. So she's supportive and she, you know, definitely enjoys partnerships, but can also be unpredictable and very individualistic. She's very original and individualistic in who she is as an individual. Cardi is, okay? And so, um, you know, that's that bit of that Venus and Uranus energy that, you know, we see there. Um, and Cardi is currently under a year where, you know, giving of her time and being generous will be of benefit to her. All right. And so I'm sure she, you know, gave of her time to help, you know, with, you know, promoting of the, of the book and getting the word out there with this whole, you know, um, I don't appreciate the statements, you know, that our icons are making and things of that nature. Cardi said, it's a shame when our icons become disappointing. I looked up to this woman. I'm always giving her her accolades for, you know, paving the way for artists like myself. So, um, and another thing for Cardi for this year is not only give and it shall be given unto you, but um, hopefully she will continue to utilize her creative abilities as well this year because that will certainly further her. And she should also be aware of any sharp objects and things of that nature, any, um, you know, uh, uh, weapons she should certainly be aware of, um, as well. All right. Um, and so that's something that she should be aware of, uh, during this year. All right. Um, so with that being said, guys, uh, we're going to wrap it up for this particular episode. Thank you guys for joining us on tonight. And you know, you know, if you or anyone else that you know is interested in getting a natal chart done, a numerical chart done, um, as well as a metaphysical counseling session done. If you would like to have your numerical or astrological energy broken down in the way that I break down the numerological and astrological energies of the celebrities, uh, you can certainly, you know, set up a, a book a session with me. www.evolutionnow.org. Um, is where you can book a session if you are on IG, you know, definitely follow me, get your life, follow me at Astronomerologist 7 as well as on Facebook and in my bio, right, in my IG bio, that is where all my links are uh, to the merch as well as to the website um, and so you can certainly go there for the links to anything that I am attached to and if you are interested, it is Scorpio season, if you are interested in purchasing beautiful jewelry, right? 
uh, that is liberating, okay? Um, you can certainly get it at Labretta Brillar, all right? You can purchase a nice little zodiac pendant to represent your sun sign, your ascendant sign, or your moon sign, okay? Um, at Labretta Brillar, and you can get a 50% off discount with my code, all right? The link to that and to the discount is also in my IG bio. I have my own, you know, uh, zodiac pendant as well as my own alpha pendant, alphabet pendant as well because numbers are also associated to the letters of your name, all right? So if you would like any of those things, you can definitely get that um, at the link that is shared in my bio. And take advantage of the 50% off so that you can get a nice little birthday gift for the Scorpio that is in your life. Or you can probably get one for yourself. All right. Um, they're beautiful, beautiful jewelry. All right. And so with that being said, guys, have a magical solar eclipse new moon in Scorpio. And we will reconvene soon. We have um, a wonderful guest for the next show. All right. Um, our upcoming show after this one is going to be an interview with none other than Mr. Relationship himself, Ronnie Walker. So you don't want to miss that. You know, definitely uh, tune in for the next episode in that interview. Ronnie Walker is going to be talking to us about relationships and sex. So let's talk about sex, baby. We're going to be talking about that in the next episode with Ronnie Walker. All right. So thank you guys for joining us on tonight or today or this morning, whatever time you're joining us from. And uh, we will certainly reconvene um, at the next episode with Ronnie Walker. So you know what I always say, you want to maximize your now moment, keep moving forward. In order for you to ascend, you must begin from within. You must be ready so you don't have to get, get ready. ready. All right. Bye for now, guys. And thank you for joining.